It is week seven and I have to say congratulations to you for taking out the time to grow yourself and then thank you for trusting me to help you. My name is Tobe, call me Tobe Da Diva. Welcome to this episode of the MPW podcast. So, you nailed your audition and now you have been hired by the station. You may have been hired and trained and put in the spotlight right from the start or you may have been hired and assigned as a sidekick. Or maybe you even skipped the audition process and just got in as an intern. Point is, you are now at the official rookie stage of your career. Congratulations. I once heard someone say that she found it irritating that most media personalities say things to starters like, oh, you have to start small, or when I started my career, I was running errands and carrying a presenter's bag up and down. (laughs) Admittedly, some people overdo it and can become a bit egotistic about it, but honestly, because this is a career path that is based mostly on your talent and skill, almost every media personality has a rookie story. My rookie story has bits and pieces that include standing in my executive director's office, reading stories out loud from newspapers, and having him put in speech markers to indicate when to pause, breathe, and what syllables to emphasize. It also included several trips up and down the stairs to buy food or water or airtime for my bosses, who were also ridiculously cool and friendly. So it was always a struggle to know where to draw the line and not get too familiar. So don't feel too talented or too good-looking or too self-developed to be called a rookie. On this episode of the MPW podcast, I will share tips on how you can be a damn good rookie sidekick or intern based on my experience as one and my experience working with interns. Let's go. Number one, understand that working with a person who is already accomplished and experienced is the most complete way of learning the tricks of the trade you get an advantage. You learn firsthand how a particular person or group of people run their shows and you see what makes them buzz. You also see the flaws and can work to fix them so you don't have to make the same mistakes. Seeing your rookie days as a wholesome learning process will help you open up your mind to soaking up everything you come across and that will ultimately help you as you define and develop your own style. You'd have learned what works and what doesn't, and you won't have had to deal with the uncertainties that come from trying and failing. Number two, know your direct boss, the person whose show you're working on. I once had an assistant who I gave the responsibility to develop my scripts. When I decided to do that, I gave her the folder that contained my previous scripts and dubs of the show and asked her to go through them and give me a script for the next episode. She had five days. I went ahead to write my own script and prep for the show like I didn't have someone else doing it for me because it was her first time and I really wasn't going to take chances. She got a script ready for me on the fourth day. Let's just say I was really glad I wrote my own script. We went through that exercise for about a month with me thrashing her scripts and explaining to her the reasons I didn't use them and then asking her to compare mine to hers. In just over a month, she wrote a script for me that won my heart in many ways. The script felt like me. She used my nuances, included the sorts of random jabs I would take. She wrote like she was in my head and even included some salient things that I know I did not point out to her. It was perfect. In about two months, she was completely in charge of scripting and developing my show content. She had taken the time to understand the personality I projected on that show and learned things that made the personality unique. I didn't even know that on the show, I had made a thing of saying, anyhow, but reading her script made me realize it. 
She got production credits on the show and now that is something she can put in her resume. All she did was take the time to know me. Not just me, but the personality I brought to life on that show. Knowing your direct boss fosters trust and that helps you get more responsibility with which you can flex your creative muscles and in effect, gain more real experience. Number three, be careful not to allow yourself be seen as a threat to people who you are to work under. Robert Greene's first rule of power is never outshine the master. Allow those who are to be mentors or bosses or who are superior to you be comfortably superior. Like I said before on this podcast, this is a talent and skill based industry. Talent first and then acquired skill. With varying levels of talent in different people, you do not want to be that uber talented person who no one wants to share skill lessons with because they feel like you will usurp them with your attitude. Now that doesn't mean hide yourself or pretend to not know when you know. It simply means creating a balance and always recognizing the input of your superior, no matter how little. I once gave an opportunity for someone to get hired. I literally went head to head with other management staff at that time to have this person's employment regularized. He's gone on to find himself. He's significantly different from what he started out being. And honestly, even I couldn't do what he does now, but still he gives me credit for his career. And what that has done is that it's made me feel somewhat responsible. I find myself checking up on him, talking about his progress. And even if he never takes my advice again, and if for some weird reason he decides to no longer relate with me, I will always see him as a focal point of pride. And that is the key. Let every person who holds your hand at a point always be able to feel that way about you. Number four, do the work. Being an intern or a sidekick or an assistant means you will do the work. Say, I want to interview a new spoken word sensation on my show and I have no idea how to get to him. Even before I ask, you should start finding a way. I once needed a pensions expert to break down contributory pension scheme on a money and finance show I anchored and I had zero links. My assistant reached out to her friend in another state, who called up a friend in the state that we were, who got in touch with a manager of a pensions administration company and I had the company reps come on my show. All this happened in a space of three days over the weekend. So you can imagine how boldly her name got written in my good books. Number five, keep record. A lot of us OAPs get so much going on in our heads sometimes and we forget. We forget such things as the name of an audience member who won a freebie or the name of the guest we had on the show last week or sometimes we even forget to eat. Remembering stuff for the person you work for will foster trust, which is something I cannot overemphasize. Trust is vital to working with a talent. Remembering stuff will also help you train your mind to remember and keep record of your own shows and moments. Number six, always have an idea or a contribution. Now, not every talent will ask for your input and don't feel bad if that's your case. Although I would strongly recommend that you find a way to either swap bosses or express that you would like to give input. For every time your input is asked, have one, a good one, something that would cause a spark. It may not be taken, but it caused a spark. So you will not be forgotten. Number seven, have a sense of your limits. Being with a person who is permissive and easygoing should not be exploited. You will be the one losing out if they put up a wall. For Pigeon, we go say, no see person finish. <laughs> a lot of times, to make you comfortable and make the knowledge sharing process easier and smoother, some people draw you in and let down their guard with you. 
When I created a new show and agreed to work with a sidekick on it, I noticed the first few weeks were a disaster. There was no chemistry. He was trying too hard to impress, I was trying so hard to carry him along, we did not know each other and every time I listened back to the show, it was painful to the ears. And so I made him my friend. It started with hanging out randomly to get drinks, invites to my house for Sunday rice and a deliberate attempt to know his backstory and share mine. We of course became good friends in the process and the show became a powerhouse. It became two friends from different backgrounds and at different stages in their lives weighing in on whatever we chose to weigh in on. He was still my sidekick though and if at any point I started to feel taken for granted because of how friendly we became, I would have taken back my friendship and a stiff relationship would have resulted in me cutting him off. He would have lost out. He would have been the one losing out because, well, it was my show. Number eight, you may be tossed around. Do it with ease and see it as a chance to learn it all. At my second job, I worked on every shift during my time there. Morning, mid-morning, daytime, evening drive, graveyard shift, everything. There was then that one time that I took a few weeks off for minor surgery. I went back to work to see that my prime morning slot had been given to someone else and I was offered a regular daytime shift. I was so upset. <laughs> but thankfully, I was able to calm down and discuss and take up a position in the news department. I grew as a newscaster and reporter and eventually grew to be the head of the news department. I got tossed, but I used that time to learn and master skills in a different sphere of broadcasting and I wasn't even exactly a newbie at that point. So what more with you when you're just starting off your career? For every toss, learn a new career-defining skill. So eight tips for you right there. There is so much more I can tell you about being the perfect sidekick and intern. I will write a piece on it and share on my website in a few weeks. Do check it out, www.tobedadiva.com. Next week, we will talk about your first show, especially if you got auditioned and you got thrown into the spotlight. How do you avoid falling flat on your face? That is next week on the NPW podcast. Do not forget to send in your questions via email to neji.tobichi at yahoo.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I am Tobeda Diva. See you next week. Mm -hmm.